Hi, my friends. It's uh, September 2nd, and I feel that there's going to be a, another break coming here, but um, this one I wanted to just tell you a little bit about what I'm doing. Um, it comes under the title, Loose the Roar, the Mighty Lion's Thunder. And Psalms 29, it says in it that God's, God will thunder. And being that everything in his word is balanced and we need to be balanced with him and his word, then we need to be thundering also in our voice, in our prayers, in our total commitment to be balanced with Him. He is the ultimate thunder, but in prayers of scriptures sounding back to Him into the atmosphere and Since the Jewish people from the beginning have been reciting and rehearsing the marriage supper of the Lamb and his, his return, and they haven't really not, noted it, they haven't seen it, but they're doing it without knowing it. So <laughs> we were grafted in to have the Spirit with us, the presence with us, and it just seems to be, in my mind, if, if we recited those same scriptures that the Jewish people are saying in their synagogues, if we were doing the same thing with the Spirit, then we would be in balance with the Jewish people. And we would be in balance in sounding that back to the Lord, to usher, usher in. Because the Jewish people are doing it without knowingly, out of their tradition and what they were shown to do. And so we in the spirit, knowing that he is with us in leading us that if we were to do that in correspondence then that would be a aspect of being one and we would help that ushering in that they are doing without knowing and it leads me back to that spirit and truth the Jewish people have held the truth. They are the bearers of God's word. And we have the spirit. So if we're balancing everything and trying to bring in his return or even the kingdom age of resurrection, just before he comes back 
to where we're at one, then it would seem to be, in my mind, a good thing to do. So those scriptures again that they read in their synagogues are Psalms 92, Psalms 93, and that's done on the Shabbat night. Psalms 95, Psalms 97, Psalms 98, Psalms 99, and Psalms 29. That we're pulling in God's thunder. Under his word, we're repeating it back to him. In the atmosphere. So we are in symbolization his lions. He's he's the lion that roars. But we are his lions, his his within his family. So we need to be corresponding and such as his family. In Exodus 20, it is a command in verse 8 to remember the Sabbath. And the Jewish people have always remembered the Sabbath. And they have traditionally met each week and they they go into complete rest. The whole country shuts down. And they prepare a meal beforehand and then they rest the whole country we have not done that here we haven't thought of it in that in that way and because we haven't followed that that we just put it on Sunday. But many people don't even go into complete rest. They they go to church, they maybe go to breakfast and and they do whatever activity after a family activity or something. But they don't go into complete rest like the Jewish people. And our country doesn't shut down for one complete day to to adhere to that so we have naturally had a different view and a lot of people say it's because we're in the New Testament well just because we're in the New Testament and have the spirit and have his word for the New Testament and the Jewish don't doesn't mean that we don't balance the two books in some fashion and that can obviously be done individually in this country because our culture doesn't meet with that sort of thing and um, so then it, it 
behooves the individual to determine whether they're going to do that. And of course, the Jewish see it as a Sabbath on the sixth day. So they go from Friday night to Saturday night. And I do see churches here sometimes have Saturday night services. And that might be because their congregation's bigger than what they can accommodate. I don't know. Or maybe they just want to add that extra. But uh, it's, it's an individual choice, and that's what we have here in the United States. Individual choice. However, that seems to be being tested right now. <laughs> in our situation that we're in. Um, A lot of controversy. A lot of things that we're seeing that are mixed match. Um, It's okay for one group to do something and not for another. (laughs) Um, The arrogance in it is just phenomenal Um, and I know who controls arrogance (laughs) so um, to ask churches not to uh, gather and not to sing and not to do such and such and such because of this virus but then everything that is done elsewise in the ones that are asking for us to do this or telling us to do this are without masks and gathering close together and you know it's just a uh, it's not matching it's really not matching and so I, I say that our, our power is in what we're going to allow here now in our country so our individual rights don't be messed with our individual rights to choose our individual rights to worship and speak what God gave this country the freedom and the liberty and I think just in these psalms balancing it out with our other counterpoint point the Jewish people I think that would be something to consider in our uh, private prayer prayer, or even if, if churches would look at this because the more unified we become the better off everything's going to be it's these individual pockets of division that's causing problems and one man at the top can't do it all 
and I think there's been a heck of a fight up there at the top. So where are we going to fight where we're at? And calling our representatives is, is a big part of it. Um, they're supposed to be working for the people, so they have to know what the people want and what the people don't want. So calling them would be another. Praying would be another. Um, the Lord will lead it if you ask him. So these is one of the mysteries that Jonathan Kahn brought out about the word and what's in the word. And he framed it beautifully in one of his talks about the mysteries of the Sabbath. the ages line up with the creation, the days of creation. And I received a word back in 2010, and I hadn't uh, remembered it, but I, it was recorded in a church where they gave individual uh, prayer words and I I went with three people into uh, prayer and what they gave me back was that I was to come away as the Lord's beloved because I was looking back I was looking back too much in the past I was allowing the past to overrun everything. They also said that I was very confident and was having fun with God and that I was very trustworthy and was able to obtain new things, new secrets. secrets of his heart, his new dimension, because I was surrendered, and that he was revealing things, so I would be used in a new level, and the third thing was is that there were some generational issues, and it was within my father's side. So I did a podcast on the reveal that I got this last month that what was really sort of holding me back in many ways was I didn't understand why my father did not engage with me at all. 
and as a child you don't you don't understand that and so it hits your self-worthiness and that was all wiped away last month because that inheritance of what was given generationally was wiped away. And I do remember the Lord telling me when I first was with him that things would be better after my father's passing. And it's come true. It's been it's been dealt with and it's been about he died in two thousand seven, so it's been a while. But it's now fulfilled and it's 2020. 13 years. But he doesn't look at it in our time frame, what we consider. Especially if he considers a day a thousand years. <laughs> but he's faithful he's true to what he says and um, so we need to be proclaiming declaring and worshiping that the Lord reigns over our lives over the whole world because he's going to be faithful in his word and what it says even what he tells you and I want to receive all that he has. Jonathan Kahn says that he's the Lord of the Sabbath over the whole earth. And every knee will bow. And that's true. So since the Jewish people are linked to the Sabbath and they're enacting the kingdom and are keeping it, we have another sign. And that's what that is. The Jewish people have always held that position. So I'm, I'm going to do these, these um, psalms because it's like a sounding, it's just like the trumpet sounds, it's a sounding and the priests always sounded the trumpets 
especially at Rosh Hashanah, which is coming up the 18th, 19th, 20th of this month. They sounded, I think it was six trumpets, so six trumpet sounds. The psalms that they're spoken are six. People are saying we're in the sixth day, the last the last days at the very end. And Revelations 10.1, it talks about the seventh trumpet sound. That's the millennial trumpet. That's the kingdom There's a code in Revelation that that speaks to the bride and it's a song to the bride and it's a Sabbath to the bride. It's calling in the wedding age. That's what they celebrate in the tabernacles or what they also call Shakut. Shakot. Where they build a tent area and abide in it for seven days. So they've been practicing these things for ages. That's the wedding of the bride and the groom. Or the marriage supper of the lamb. And they practice unity within their their belief, their grouping, which they call Yakad at one. So they do a lot of things that are in preparation. They pray the Hashkanino, Hashkanino, which is a prayer to lie down, to bow down. And we're already seeing that in nature. Nature is corresponding to things. And like the unusual companions and animals that you wouldn't think would happen, like predator and prey, like a leopard with a goat, with, you know, different animals that really shouldn't be companions, but they are. They've tolerate, tolerate each other, and it's really an unnatural alignment, but it's a sign. It's a sign that something is coming. The unity. So when you watch things in nature, it corresponds to a spiritual 
aspect. So I'm going to leave you with that and um, hope that you will let your thunder roar into the heavens, into the atmosphere, whether it be in your home with worship, with prayer, or taking a walk and, and sounding it out into the atmosphere or getting into a group and being unified that way or over a phone call or over Zoom, whatever way you can at this present time because our voices are needed for the heavenlies to work in our behalf and for this earth and our nation. And I wouldn't allow any anything to keep that from happening to tell you you can't do it because that is against God and his principles and how he works and how he moves and the enemy knows that so I'll say God bless and thunder Loose the thunder. God bless. I want to note that this came off of Jonathan Kahn's Mysteries of the Sabbath, and you can get that at uh, Hope of the World Ministries. And I'm sure he has a um, CD on that. And... You might even be able to find it on YouTube. I'm not sure, but it might. It might be there. Um, but in thinking about all that he said on that, I came to understand that if we would combine these Psalms that the Jewish do, that they've always done, that we'd be in balance. And so that's what came off of that teaching. And I wanted to share that because I felt it was very relevant to this time and what God gave me from it. And he wants us to be unified. And he's showing it in nature with unnatural alignments of animals and you know he's trying to catch our attention and if we're not willing to hear or listen or see then it'll be bypassed and we'll miss it and we've already missed one aspect of the Great Commission, it's actually two commissions. So, that's what I want to leave with you uh, as a note to where it came from and how it, what came off of it. So, God bless.